supply and demand. It's just like, again, it's like there's not that many great players in the world, right? So, I mean, it is what it is. Like those guys need to get paid. If someone's going to make the money, you know, the it should be the players. As far as these changes go, I think some of them are changing the integrity of the game. And, you know, the fans that enjoy the game of baseball, you're going to enjoy the game of baseball no matter what. The mound height matters. The mound distance matters. If you change any of those, look, look, some guys, some guys are going to get better. Most guys are going to stay relatively the same, right? And then there's also going to be a whole bunch of guys that get hurt. And that's the thing is, you know, people think they're just, working for five months if you're trying to get to that that big league level i mean that's a year-round gig fellas 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 welcome back to the farm system podcast your home for baseball development we're here for you by you and with you i'm your co-host joey cunha and i'm bo callis this podcast is designed for coaches players scouts really anyone looking to further their development in the game of baseball. Here at the Farm System, we take pride in being lifelong learners, and we're here to be a bridge from where you are to where you're going. We'd like to welcome back our veteran listeners. We're happy to grow with you again. We'd also like to welcome our first-time listeners, the rookies. Don't worry, every vet was once a rookie. This podcast is brought to you by our partners over at Yakutech. Yakutech is the gold standard for measuring spin rate, velocity, trajectory, and most important, spin axis of a pitch ball. No other system captures such clarity on a moving ball. Learn more about their system at yakertech.com. On this episode of The Farm Unfiltered, Bo and I talk through a multitude of subjects. We go through big contracts in the MLB. We also talk through the minor league system and uh, the changes that are going through there when it comes to monetary. And then we also walk through, you know, different ways that the game is going about marketing their players. Pull up a seat. Grab your notepad. Here's Bo and Joe. Welcome back to the farm, unfiltered. Yeah, Joey, it's great to be back on the mic with you to chat some baseball. And I wanted to change directions a little bit here for this one and talk about a topic that's been circulating in the game of baseball, and that's the economic issues regarding wages and what's going on in the minor league system. And then um, on top of that, some of these long-term mega deals that we see some of these star athletes holding out to get. So as we start uh, kick things off here, why don't you open up your thoughts first on these long-term deals? What do you think about these teams signing players, you know, pretty young, kind of entering their prime to these, you know, eight to 10 year deals. What do you think about that? Ooh, kind of has a couple different layers. Um, I think the biggest issue is kind of like, you know, what happens from the very beginning. You have a lot of superstars uh, like, you know, Chris Bryant or some of these guys uh, like Vladdy, they're doing that with uh, Vladdy Jr. right now where teams obviously from a business perspective within the constraints that they're given um, are holding out or holding guys in the minor leagues for longer than they, you know, necessarily need to be down there just to make sure that they, you know, reserve them for a full extra season uh, before having to actually have, you know, make them a sizable offer. Right. And because of that, you know, I think especially too, like, you know, obviously like Bryce Harper, obviously just signing, you know, is that when they finally get the chance where it's like, okay, look, you know, I've been one of the top players in baseball, uh, you know, and obviously Harper's had his, you know, his downs, especially his his last season. Um, But again, like um, young, you know, young athlete, you know, obviously been an all-star multiple times. 
and you know a pretty good player. And when you go to that, you you know, do I think he was worth necessarily what he made? I mean, I don't know if he's proven to that point, but I I think when it comes to him from a business perspective, he'll make um he'll make the Phillies that times, you know, ten. So it's not it's not really an issue in that size. And, you know, let's be honest, even though he doesn't have a a like uh opt out clause, I mean, doesn't mean that later in his career that, you know, just like any other player that the Phillies could, you know, use the market or or trade at some point. So, you know, I think I think in that way the players are just trying to get what's kind of rightfully owed to them, right? Mm-hmm. And I know some people kind of have that perspective like, all right, well, listen, like, you know, these guys are professional athletes and they're already making a ton of money, uh, you know, even if they're, you know, uh, you know, some of these guys, like especially there's some of the best players in baseball right now uh, that are making close to, if not league minimum. Yeah. And that's sizable in the sense of, I think league, league minimum, again, I don't know the exact number. I think it's like 500,000, some, some in the 500,000 range, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty like laughable in the sense of how much money that they're making the organization. So yeah, compared to you and Ibo, yeah, they're getting a fat check. Yeah. But with that being said, compared to all the athletes again, and also too, if we compare them to how much money they're actually making in the organization, like if they were working, if they were working in any other, uh, especially if they're one of the best players in baseball, like if they were working in any uh, business field, right. And they were making a business as much money as they're making businesses, obviously they'd have a sizable, you know, choice. And then also with the supply and demand, it's just like, again, it's like, there's not that many great players in the world. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it is what it is. Like those guys need to get paid. If someone's going to make the money, you know, the, um, it should be the players and, you know, with that, there's a tough, especially too, what everything they have to go through with the minor leagues is obviously what we're going to talk about here in a minute. But I think, you know, uh, for me on that side is, is that they're finally getting paid. So of course they're going to hold out. Of course they're going to want a big contract um, because they're finally getting paid. And I think there's a couple different routes. I mean, there's guys like Trevor Bauer who vow that they'll never sign more than a one uh, year deal. And, you know, he'd rather get paid for the years that, you know, he's in his prime or, you know, obviously when he's on top of his game. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's an interesting approach. I mean, obviously we'll see how that plays out towards, you know, the end of his career. I mean, obviously it's worked out to this point. Um, yeah. He's, you know, he's got some pretty good, uh, big contracts for just uh, single year deals that he does. Um, so we'll see how that, that plays out. And, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of different angles on it, but uh, that's kind of like mine so far is that I think it's warranted and that, uh, you know, the, some of the teams are doing whatever they have to do and they're using the constraints that are right there in front of them. Yeah. No. And I wanted to touch on a point you said there as well. I think it's silly when, you know, the, the fans that are complaining about how much money these guys make, you know, businesses, like when you were at planet fitness, you paid your employees based on the amount of money that they brought into the facility. Right. So Based based on their value, what they can bring, you know, everything they can, they can do to bring business to planet fitness. So it's no different just because major league baseball and the Philadelphia Phillies make more money and more revenue than planet fitness at one facility. It all, it's all the same percentage wise. I also think it's interesting. The fact like Harper, I personally think, I know he's your boys from Vegas, but I personally (laughs) think he's still getting paid from early on in his career or even before his career, the hype. I mean, if you look at his career numbers, 
you know, 279 batting average. Dodgers offered him, I think it was a five-year deal, said they signed A.J. Pollock, career batting average 281. Um, now, I think we all know Bryce Harper is going to bring money to the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, like we see with the Toronto Blue Jays, they make the petition to, to start paying their minor league guys. I think this is a route we're going to see people going. Did you read about that or do any research yeah. on to their plan for how they're going to do that? Yeah, no, uh, you know, uh, Bo, like, you know, again, read more of the, the cliff notes um, on it, but I, know I need to look into more details. Basically, uh, the cliff notes that I know about it is they're looking to pay their minor leaguers um, 50% more uh, than what they're currently making, which sounds again, which is a sizable increase, but at the same time for any other job, you know, is a sizable increase, but at the same time too, those guys were literally so far off the spectrum that that's like just the beginning, you know? Um, A lot of people don't know this, um, especially even if you're in baseball, there's a lot of people that don't know this, is that when you sign, right? Mm -hmm. um, You go into like, there's a like a bracket system, right? Or a, um, got the name for it. Um, but anyways, you, you basically go into, um, there's like, like different tiers, like, yeah, there's a tier and there's like slots, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously there's slots and like, yeah, you get your signing bonus and all that stuff. And we'll like kind of knock, talk about that here in a sec. But the biggest thing is, is that if you're in the same, you know, uh, you know, again, like most minor leaguers are making almost relatively the exact same, yeah, like relatively, you know, again, like it's not much money. Right. It's like 1200 um, a month or something, right? Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's pretty wild. And um and it, it obviously depends on where you were drafted and all that stuff too. Yeah. Um now with that also being said, um when you go across the board again like where somebody has to live, what parts of the country, like you start adding that stuff up like it's not the same if you're living in, you know, Kansas compared to if you're living in California. Mm-hmm. Right? Like cost of living is is dramatically different and so there's a whole bunch of things i mean don't get me wrong like again you have to look at everything full picture but the whole point is that uh even these minor league stadiums obviously they're still pulling in a you know a great amount of money especially like again if you look at somebody like you know vlad jr he's been you know you know basically pulling guys forever how about tim tebow right yeah you can say what you want but at the end of the day he fills seats right like he gets yeah. like people want to go see him play so mm-hmm. um you know, there's a whole bunch of guys like that and there's Jersey sales and all that stuff still at that level as well. Um, and so when you go into that, I mean, I think, uh, Toronto as first off, I've, we met with, you know, we've definitely met with them and, and, and I, on their player development side, and I can, I can say that they're very much dedicated into making a change in their organization. Um, you know, their assistant GM has an absolute heart for the players, um, and the, and the, and the mind that, he basically, and which is, seems like a common sense approach, but is, you know, obviously not something that's, uh, you know, a lot of businesses are going to get away with what they're able to get away with within the constraints. Right. Um, you know, he was more so like, again, if we take care of them, them, they're going to take care of us. Like if we take care of them, if we pay them more, you know, uh, I think the perspective behind that is, um, you know, they're going to sleep in better, you know, sleep in better places. Or again, like when it comes to like, you know, rent and stuff like that. Right. So they're going to get better sleep. They're going to be, they can live in better areas. And then also on the other side, they're going to eat better food. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, giving them some free in that way. And obviously we have quite a few, uh, quite a few minor league guys and kind of understanding the struggle, um, that they go through. Um, you know, it's, you know, just so crazy to me when these guys are like trying to eat Chipotle or whatever, yeah. like, dude, you're like, 
like not that Chipotle is bad, no knock on Chipotle, sorry, Chipotle, but <laughs> it's just that, you know, again, like this is a professional athlete. Like it's crazy to think that this is a professional major league athlete, right? Yep. Like, yeah, there's a couple levels like above them, but at the same time too, like this is a drafted athlete. Yep. Right. And so when you get there, it's crazy. Again, the, the difference in some of these guys and also it, I think, especially too, like if they, um, obviously there's other issues of that as long, uh, as well as in the sense, like they go from having no money and then everybody, again, like, let's say everybody else, their age, this working normal jobs. Like a lot of times I think you can see talent uh, fall off along the way because it is a grind. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you, they see people outside the game making a lot more money than them, yeah. right? Like, yeah. like somebody else that has the exact same degree as they have, you know, go and jump into a job and they're making 80 K a year right off the, or, you know, right off the jump. And then they're like, what the heck? Like I'm over here, you know, killing myself every day, you know? And then, you know, it's like a year in and maybe they're in, you know, high a or double a, and they're like, you know, they're getting pressure from different angles. It's like, you, you, you would think that they're like, oh, they're in the major, uh, they're in, you know, they've been drafted. So they're like all in, but like, you know, you don't understand like how many guys that I talked to that have been drafted, um, that are in that minor league system and talk about how much of a grind it is. And like, yeah, they're playing baseball every single day. And like, I get that from a fan perspective, but you also got to understand too. Like, I mean, they're not, they're away from their family for, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, just saying like they, they're away from their families, you know, what is that? eight months out of the year, or like seven months out of the year. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, also with that being said, uh, you know, they're riding on buses. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not eating the best food and they're definitely not, uh, riding, you know, being on a bus that often going from town to town and, uh, you know, playing these games on these crazy schedules where again, like they're working, like if you compare that to your life, like realistically, you could say, Oh yeah, it's work or it's not work. But at the end of the day, like, you know, they're, they're, basically at the ballpark, you know, or doing things for baseball, like almost 12 hours a day, um, you know, just because of the schedule and how it's set up and the bus schedules and all that stuff, you know, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, and it's obviously a lot better as you go up through the ranks, like AAA is much, uh, you know, almost not even comparable to some of the, you know, double A and, you know, it just obviously depends on, you know, that's changed a little bit. Um, but it obviously depends on organization. And, you know, where their money is just being choose to be spent. Right. Um, yep. But I think it's just very interesting. Like there's a lot of different perspectives and a lot of ways to unwrap that. But I think Toronto's realistically Toronto's perspective is that if we pay them more, uh, that they'll make better life decisions. Again, we'll get more buy-in. Uh, they'll eat better food. Um, you know, they'll stay, they'll stay at, they'll, you know, and again, you can't force someone to spend their money in one way or another, but um, if you upgrade their lifestyles, you know, that's a, like automatically, like even the minor league guys that I talk to you, as soon as they talk about that, it's like, dang, like, that's awesome. If you're in Toronto, like who doesn't want to go play for somebody that pays their athletes more, right. Yeah. Especially in the minor leagues. Um, but again, I think, I think the rest of major league baseball would just, uh, follow suit. So, yeah. But, to give some numbers on this, you know, obviously each club has at their own discretion, the ability to decide minor league salaries. Major League Baseball revenued over $10 billion last year, and every club except the Rays is valued over $1 million, or $1 billion, excuse me. So the uh, the Blue Jays opted to, basically it's a, a 40 to 56% increase. 40% uh, is at that AAA level. Um, that'll go up to 
a little over 3000 a month. Um, so, you know, over a five month season, uh, a little bit over 15 grand, a double a 50% boost. They'll be making over 2,500. Um, so, during that five month season, just over 12,000 and then single a players, 56% raised to just over 2,400 a month. Um, you know, it's a start. I think, you know, people in the working class realize that that's still, you know, with the family and, and some of these things that they're doing, that's yeah. still not a very livable wage. Um, off season. <laughs> exactly. Well then, and yeah. that's the thing is, you know, yeah. people think they're just, working for five months if you're trying to get to that that big league level i mean that's a year-round gig yeah and you got to pay and you got to pay too on the opposite end like how about all your training who's paying for all your training exactly. it's not the organization right on the off season yeah. so in the off season again if they're going to come to a facility like ours and we found a whole bunch of creative ways uh to make it affordable for minor league players and we work out a whole bunch of different deals uh to do that because again like that's that's the problem is these guys go to get training and they take a lot of effort. Obviously a training, a professional athlete takes a lot of time. Right. And, uh, to do that, but also on, you know, the player development side, like obviously if something's taking the most amount of our time, um, you know, we can't also on the player development side, like we can't work for free. Yep. Right. Like we got bills and a building to keep, you know, going as well. Right. So like, Again, like I think it, put, it puts complications on um, that. And also, too, you can like hear all these stories about like minor league guys, obviously, like working at like Walmart or something yeah. like, during during the offseason um, and well, then, you know, a, trying to get their training. I was going to ask you that. Do any of those guys um, that you work with, do they work other jobs yeah. in the area or are they just? Yeah. 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 So we. Um, OK, well, obviously, our guys that are like 40 man roster guys. Right. Like those guys are fine. Like they're, they're, they're they're, getting the league minimum. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're living. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. So all, all good on that side, like not a big deal. Um, but, um, on the guys that are in our, you know, all of our minor league guys, again, our high A guys our double A guys our low A guys, guys that just got drafted, stuff like that. Like, you know, there's a lot of guys, like we had guys like driving lifts, you know, Mm -hmm. um, which like it's, it's, you know, just kind of, hysterical and like in that way like yeah they're driving lift or you know they got part-time jobs or you know like you know we have we have a couple guys that are you know just working at other um places and again maybe it's hobby something they went to school for or whatever but you know again like like they have to get a job and it's really hard to get a pretty good job when you say hey i you know i have to i only have you know limited hours because i still have to train right i still have to be a professional athlete but at the same time i need some money uh to pay my rent and all this stuff during the off season so you know, in the, for food and all that stuff. And also too, like they're trying to pay for training. Mm-hmm. So you put all that stuff together. Like, again, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different things that uh, they're trying to do to be a professional athlete. So it's just definitely not anywhere close to glorious. I mean, they're making less, um, you know, a lot of these guys for the hours that they're putting in are making less than minimum wage throughout a year, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not, especially too, in like, again, obviously different parts of the country, like different parts of the country, you know, minimum wage being up to like $15, I think it is. Right. Yep. So, yep. um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of different things. And like in that way where, you know, again, these, some of these guys are making less than minimum wage, um, and trying to be a professional athlete throughout. And then meanwhile, you got, you know, a whole bunch of fans going, Oh, well, you know, they're, you know, it must be nice just playing baseball all day and, you know, living that life. And it's like, okay, like there's a whole nother perspective. To that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I wanted to open this up too. I don't know if you've seen some of the MLBPA, the agreements that they've came to, some of those rule changes they're going to start implementing in some of these independent leagues. Yeah. 
You yeah. taking a look at some of that? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. He's opened up a scab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're plain and simple. I think they need to be careful. Yep. I think they need to be careful. And and I, I'm again I'm looking at it from a player development perspective, is that you start changing stuff like look, the human body is not a robot. Yeah. Right. You don't train one way for, you know, at this point, you know, these guys will play four years of of high school and you know most of these guys also play four years of college um and then you know they're playing independent ball which again they could be there for a couple years but i'll you know obviously when they go into the minor leagues you fall into this issue as well is that like when you start changing stuff like look the mound height matters yeah the mound distance matters okay like it's not saying that look it's not saying the same thing too it's just like again having like a five ounce ball like and now there's other ball, like, you know, again, obviously like weighted balls in different directions. Like mm-hmm. it's not that it, you know, the body couldn't adapt to those, but yeah. you just got to be careful that again, that when you start cha- making changes uh, to a dynamic system um, and guys start all of a sudden start making compensations, um, you know, obviously if you change any of those, look, look, just like if you change a weighted implement in somebody's hand that they're throwing, right? Look, mm-hmm. some guys, some guys are going to get better. Some guys are going to stay relatively, most guys are going to stay relatively the same, right? And then there's also going to be a whole bunch of guys that get hurt. Absolutely. Right? So, so you have, you have a lot of those things. That's why I'm weary about that. And also too, I mean, I don't know. Like I, I look, the game is obviously I look from that and maybe it's just the circles that I run into, but I, I, I always hear that, oh, fans want the game to be quicker. Fans want the game to be quicker, but like, and the same thing, maybe it's again like the circles that I run into. Like, yeah, could it be a little quicker? Sure, but some of these changes are like saving like two minutes. You know, it's just like at the end of the game, it's like, oh, on average, like last year, I think our you know the game times like finished fifteen minutes earlier. It's just yeah. like okay, like you know, what I'm saying like all of these things. So like, yeah, they can keep making all these changes and like, you know, uh, even the spring training, obviously they're using the clock and they're doing that stuff. They they did that all in the minor leagues. Um, yeah you know, last year, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it's more of that. I get, I think, like I said, when you look at a lot of the other things in like the sport and other comparatively to other sports, like, you know, there was like a thing that came out recently talking about like the top 100 athletes. Yeah. Right. And then like, there was like, I think it was, who was it that was on? Yeah. Bryce Harper. Yeah. So there's like, (laughs) yeah. Number 99. Right. So like, look like baseball again with being just like you mentioned a, multi 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 billion dollar industry right Mm -hmm. it's just that it's just shocking to me like they're trying to make the like they're trying to change the game exactly like the physical game well and then well there's so many other perspectives of things that they could be doing uh for the game especially when it comes to marketing and all that other stuff that they're not doing you know so well i mean you look at we were talking about this too a circle that i run in it's you look at the nba and the nfl and part of the reason these major league baseball is trying to make these changes is because they want the casual fan to watch. The casual fan isn't going to watch, you know, a four hour Yankees Red Sox game. Now the reason the NFL and the NBA is so popular is because they do a great job of marketing their stars. Like if you watch, I mean, you know, LeBron James has a show on HBO and, you know, JJ Watts doing things and it's all over the news. I feel like major league baseball is a little bit behind the ball when it comes to marketing and giving their players the platform. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're reaching in all the wrong areas. And 
you know, a lot of people give the NBA a hard time for the free agent deal, super teams, but it makes it more interesting, man. Like it's, it's something that you see in the news It's something the ESPN does. I feel like major league baseball is a little bit slow when it comes to, you know, utilizing the influence they have. Um, and you know, a lot of that's the players. I think some of the stars today, that's just not their personality. You know, you've heard Mike Trout talk about that and the angels supporting him as far as not, you know, wanting to take the steps to market himself in that fashion. But I think that some of the discrepancy you see across the major sports is the way that the the players are marketed and, and that the influence is being used. Yeah. And I, and also too, there's a big difference between how the NBA goes about um, even protecting their content. Yeah. Like, you know, the MLB is very, very, very protective about what their, like their stuff being used. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, obviously you see a whole bunch of clips on, you know, uh, flying around, but you know, just recently again, like, uh, you know, pitching ninja, right. Like mm-hmm. that came out where, um, you know, when, when that whole thing happened was basically, if you guys didn't know about that, about, I don't know, maybe about a year ago, um, you know, pitching ninja obviously posts a whole bunch of, you know, gifts and videos, uh, for pitchers, um, and showing like how dirty they are and like a putting them again, giving them a platform, um, of, showing the public you know how hard it is to be at that level and the mm-hmm. things that they have to deal with um and p- basically highlighting uh, that fact and it was pushing uh you know he's has a ton of followers i think um some insane amount if you want to look that up though um yeah. but in any case like you know he's got some insane amount of followers and he posts a lot of great content well um in any case in a spark notes version he got into it with somebody over at barstool uh, sports uh, a whole bunch of people reported his stuff as copyright because basically Barstool like had reposted one of his things and he was upset that they didn't give him credit because he like edited, you know, he did all his edits on it. Um, and they were like, that's the weirdest thing um, for somebody to say, you know, that's like stay, taking somebody else's stuff. So all these people like reported him and they locked his account. MLB got involved and actually like they locked his account and kicked him off of, you couldn't see his account at all. Right. Um, now, how they got reconciled was again, like a whole people, bunch of people started coming out, especially some influencers in the game and started talking about, you know, again, like how much he's like pushing the game and like what he's done for the game, just from a, you know, purely independent spot. And then he ends up uh, again, like the Cinderella story in this, in this route is that him and MLB end up coming to an agreement that he's got to use like their logos and all this other stuff. But he basically um, gets hired by the MLB that he's allowed to, you know, post this stuff. But, the reason I brought that whole story up is that in uh, like the NBA, like their 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 ability to like share their content is very user friendly. Like they want their stuff everywhere. Yeah. Like they want it everywhere. And so you know, I think that's a big thing. Is like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like for sure, do I turn on a baseball game and fall asleep sometimes? Sure, a hundred percent. Like I think it's soothing though too. You know, like I'm okay. Like that's that's part of the sport. Like the same thing when you watch tennis, do you expect to hear the fans and they're yelling and it being crazy hype? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it, it's part of the game. Like yeah. that's okay. Like it's okay. Like you're, you know, going to the ballpark and being able to get up in between innings and go there and actually having conversations. And like, you know, like it's not football. Like yeah. it's not some of these other sports. That's not MMA. Right. Yeah. Like it's got its own niche. Right. Like we're not like not necessarily it doesn't, you know, in my and then also, too, for like baseball lovers like us and the strategy and all of the stuff that comes into the game, like um, 
you know, I think in that way, I'm a little more like old school, which, yeah, I think there's, you know, there's there a couple things that we could do to speed some things up. Yeah, sure. But also at the same point, I, I mean, I just don't think, you know, again, like it's just some of it is just how the baseball, the game's designed. And you just get, we just got to be careful when we're making a lot of those um, changes. And also, too, I mean, like one of the rules that they're implementing uh, here this next season is that players are going to have to face, pitchers are going to have to face a minimum of three batters. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, think about it. Like if uh, there's, this, there's these guys that have been given up their whole life to be in the MLB and they're specialists, right? They come in to get a certain particular type of hitter out. If it's a lefty specialist or if it's a righty, that's like a, you know, cutter slider guy or whatever, right? Like there's guys that are, that are only come in for certain situations and that's their role on the team is like those guys either, you know, have to figure it out and find a new niche, right. Or they have to be able to face multiple guys. So, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of that stuff going on. And I think there's a big, uh, there's some things that, that we need to kind of figure out, you know? So yeah, yeah. Interesting. And I think that, um, you know, I think we'll see if these changes get implemented. I think we'll see managers adjusting. I also think we'll see guys like Joe Madden that brings that lefty specialist and gets him trained enough to catch a fly ball to where maybe he can throw him in right field. And, you know, they're running him into pitch and they're switching positions. Cause I, if I believe it's just three consecutive outs, I don't know if they have to be on the mound, but yeah. I think we'll see innovative things happening like that to where, you know, there'll be two pitchers in the game, one will be in a position in the outfield and they'll just swap back and forth, which I think would actually slow the game down. But, you know, sometimes I think uh, you got to do what you got to do. And, and these managers will still find a way to strategize the game and, and a way to compete. One change I did like, I kind of liked how they, or giving the home run derby winner a million bucks. I think that'll make that a little bit more competitive and we'll see some of those big sluggers get in there uh, during the all-star break. But yeah, I'm pretty much with you as far as these changes go. I think it's silly. I think it, some of them are changing the integrity of the game and you know, the, the, the fans that enjoy the game of baseball, you're going to enjoy the game of baseball no matter what. And I think it's kind of sad in a way that, you know, game's been around for, over a hundred years and now all of a sudden we're making these changes just to try to, you know, please the fans and, and make it more viewable when to me, that's not the issue, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I think, I think, I think there's a lot of different ways you can go with that. I think they just got to be careful with, especially some of the things that are, that are impacting the players. Cause again, at the end of the day, like uh, that's what the game is about is about the players. Right. Yep. And, the, and the players what bring in the fans, you know, again, nobody wants to see guys hurt. Nobody wants to see guys not on the field. Uh, nobody wants to see a guy, you know, argue um, because a guy like, you know, obviously if you take into that, just college baseball, right? Like that new role they have right now, if a guy gets hit in the box and he doesn't move or, yeah. you know, like it's joke. that, that, that is gone way too far. Um, yeah. Some of those I've, I've even seen, have been in person and seen some of those and how much they've impacted the game like already and mm-hmm. pivotal parts of the game. I mean, um, you know, it just, it's, it's crazy. Again, we like at the end of the day, it's, it's just like, this is someone, I think someone said it the best. I'm uh, not like when I was like on Twitter or something like that. If somebody said, you know, like, this is the issue. Like when we make something that's not a problem now, a problem because of how we dealt, like how we choose to try to change something, you know, yeah. like, and everything again, Evan flow stuff will come back to, uh, you know, where it needs to be, but it's just, again, you know, let's try not to hurt as many people. <laughs> Yeah, in the process along the way. So, you know, obviously some really great topics Some definitely some things to pull away. Um, And also, you know, some ideas that we like to hear from you guys from Um, guys, we're 
right now we have a uh, March Madness. We have a challenge. Bo, you want to kind of open that up real quick? Yeah, we're doing a um, the Farm System March Madness Bracket Challenge. Um, the link is on our social media outlets. If you're a member on our website, you um, got an email from us. Uh, you know, it's free to enter the winner um, who's taking home some silverback training products and then a uh, farm system hat and t-shirt. It's free. We'd like to get you guys involved, uh, compete and have a little bit of fun with you guys. So make sure you check that out and hopefully we see somebody taking on some prizes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, guys, again, there's obviously with that membership, there's a whole bunch of things that we have on there. Uh, but again, as I always uh, mention with you guys, we need you guys to help continue to build and make that uh, what it's going to be. And that's going to be, again, there's a whole bunch of resources on there now, but we want, uh, we want there to be more. We want to give more and more value um, to all the coaches out there. And I know, again, one thing that you know, people can feel like is that maybe they feel like they don't have something of value to share, but I'm telling you, like, again, all, you know, when it looks into there, look at the resources that are already there, you know, look, and I want you to look at, especially coaches, you know, I want you guys to look at what you're currently using. What are even in two, if you're a high school coach, if you're a club ball coach, like if you guys are using, um, you know, practice plans or you're doing something, even if you're just sharing, uh, what you want about that day, like those are really great things, uh, to reach out to us and, you know, we, find a way to give back uh, to the game of baseball. Obviously it's given much more to us than uh, we could ever get back to it. So definitely in debt that way. So we appreciate you guys and everything that you, we've uh, received at this point and the schools that have continued, you know, to send over stuff and have been with us from the very beginning. Um, awesome. And, you know, uh, as well, we want you guys to look like you're part of the team, check out our merchandise sales. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff on there that you guys can, you know, so you can look like us. You can, you could show that you're part of the team, the hat, the shirt, there's some pretty cool gear that we uh, spent some time developing for you guys. Um, so we really love to see you guys wear that stuff. We love to see you guys. And, and speaking of that, if you have any of our gear, we'd love for you guys to post a picture of it online, um, social media, tag us, or we'll retweet you guys. So we really appreciate it and love you guys. So um, from us and our partners over at Yakutech, Farm System out.